What is up guys? Uh, welcome to Sip It and Rip It. I am by myself today. Well, not by myself. I have my friend Albert here, but Hello. Zach is out. Uh, he was coaching today. Uh, he actually gave me an update on that. Uh, Morgan, uh, she went one and three on squats, two and three on bench, and three for three on deadlifts. Uh, so she didn't have a, a stellar day, but she's also been having some issues. Right. Um, and then his other girl, Kayla, went two for three, two for three, and three for three. Uh, so she did she did pretty good. She only missed a couple lifts. And then uh, Steven Sides, who we actually want to have on here, because mm -hmm. uh, he's he's cool. He's I don't know if you've ever seen him, the older guy with the curly hair. Curly hair. Yes, yeah, gray curly, kind of, kind of not like long, but like not short. I'm really bad with names, like <laughs> extremely bad. That's with names. fair. But if, he, if you show me a picture, I guarantee you I know who it is. Probably. But he uh, he went three for three, two for three, and four for four because he went for a state record and got it, Ooh. and he qualified for nationals. So he he kind of killed it today. That's awesome. Um. But enough about that. We haven't talked about our drinks. So I have, which has been in the camera view the whole time, <laughs> uh, some whiskey and a cherry vanilla Coke Zero. I have some aristocrat, better known as Arista shit. <laughs> I've been doing some rediscovery lately, trying to get back my mojo, my momentum from when I first started losing weight. Mm -hmm. And right before I decided to start losing weight, I got extremely depressed and was drinking every day. And this was the only thing that I could get blackout drunk on and never got <laughs> sick. Well, so... Here's to hoping that's still the thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna get that toasted. No, no. But it's, um, it's disgusting. <laughs> I never liked it, but it did the job. And I'm just trying to remember all parts of me today I hear you. and you know maybe if i remember how that low was feeling i can uh find some motivation to continue getting back on track okay. smooth oh mine's great because it's coke <laughs> it's just coke with some whiskey it's honestly not as bad as i remember it tastes like water or does it actually like? Yeah, I wouldn't say that. It tastes. I, it tastes bad. <laughs> Fair. There's 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 no comparison. It, it. I've never tried rubbing alcohol, but I imagine it's similar. <laughs> so did I ever tell you about the time? Uh, do you remember when I was dating that girl Jessica? Yeah, yeah. The 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 um. Those are some dark times for, for our friendship, too, there for a while. Were they? Yeah. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. we Remember, um, we almost got in a fight? Was that... That was a different... That was a different time. Okay. Jessica was, like, 20... 2013, 2014, maybe? Okay. Yeah. Any, anyway. It's she, another one of the ones that ended up being a little psycho. out there. Yeah, psycho. She is. Anyway, 
Probably shouldn't have said, but uh, anyone, anyone yeah, can I'm, be I'm over here trying to be tactful. You're like, this fucking bitch is psycho. You're crazy, man. You know all the... Anyway, I mean, if, if you remember, she did like... Is that the one that had the secret kid? Yes. Okay, and, yeah. And destroyed property of mine. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's, that's not the point of the story. The point of the story is she had a water bottle in her freezer. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think about it. But it wasn't frozen. I was like, oh, that's water, right? I, I'm really thirsty. And she was like, yeah, you can have it. <laughs> and so I'm chugging it. And as soon as it hits my mouth, I'm like, that's not water. Mm-hmm. And I just like spit it out. And I'm like, what is this? And she's like, and this was back when you were like, I was never like, drinking not, ever. Yeah, I never touched alcohol, nothing, which is funny because I'm doing a podcast with, centered around alcohol and powerlifting. Yes, but you're being responsible. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't. I we typically do one drink, sometimes two, if we're having fun. This is this is one drink that's technically about four shots. Um, that's about how I filled mine, but it's just mixed up with coke. So yeah. Um, anyway, enough about the alcohol. So, um, what have you done at the gym recently? Well, the last time I was actually at the gym was about this time last week. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I went through my plan, um, and everything. Just regular run of the mill. I've been kind of going through the motions lately. And, right. But, um, today I thought, you know, I'm, I need to do something. I'm going on a fitness <laughs> So we had a lull at work and mm-hmm. I did some body squats, some good mornings, a few push-ups, and uh I grabbed some scrap brake rotors that were pretty heavy and I got a <laughs> few curls. I did some curls. <laughs> Walking around the shop with some Hell yeah. with some, some truck rotors, about twenty-five pounds. They were pretty big. And just, that's that's badass though. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, hey guys, check me out, I'm curling the Yeah. <laughs> well, I started out with some tires and they were just too big and awkward and yeah. hurting my wrist. I'm like, this is fucking stupid. And I mean just grab something. I guess if you if you hoop the tire around your forearm, you could probably it, it'd still probably be awkward. It was just kidding. just to keep it stable and Yeah. It was it was it was better than nothing, but not by much. Right. I got a I got a little tiny pump. And hey, that's man. all I wanted. I wanted to get some blood into the muscles. Yeah. Because I'm a little vain and my arms is the the muscle group I care most about. Yeah. I mean, when you got big Almost arms, to my detriment. I mean, you're like, people notice that. People, mm-hmm. no, people notice big arms and a big chest and broad shoulders. Like, that's what mm-hmm. people notice when they look at you. And I naturally have all of that. It's just, yeah. um, you know, there's padding. Well, you know. That's that's what we're here to talk about, though. Yeah. Um, and before we get to that, before we get to the meat of it all, um, well, actually, I haven't talked about my gym day, which yeah. was very not great because I I'm still cutting. So I at my the first episode of this I was two thirty two two thirty three somewhere around there. Yeah. And I've cut down to two oh eight. And that's been what six. Five or six weeks. It's yeah. not been long. So I've lost a lot of weight really fast. My strength level has just crashed well, insanely. No glycogen in my muscles to move anything. The strength is still there. You just don't have the fuel to access it. That, that's a fair point. That's this fair way of, of putting it. So, but mentally for me, I'm like, I'm weak. I'm not strong. Yeah. So that kind of sucks every time I go into the gym. 
I only squatted, you know, 200 pounds today. Only. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, for me, for someone who squats 550. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess 540 in competition, I, but you know. I, I, I remember you, uh, one conversation we had, I don't remember how much weight was on the bar. I do remember it was a few months ago. It was early summer, maybe. Mm -hmm. You were in the gym, had all these fucking plates on there, and you're squatting for reps, and... I, I looked over at Amber and I was like, he's, he's squatting my one rep max on deadlift mm -hmm. for reps. I'm like, that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> right? And Damn then you him. come over there and you just, you didn't mean to, but it, <laughs> I felt like it was rubbed in my face a little. Like, oh, not, I'm sorry. Not in a, not in like, man, that bastard. <laughs> but like, cause I know you didn't do it on purpose, mm -hmm. but you're over here like, man, I'm so weak. And I'm like, dude, you, you're squatting my deadlift max for reps. Give yourself a break. Yeah. So, you know, like weak is, is all in perspective. Yeah. I mean, that's... that Weak and that's for fair. you is not weak for me. Yeah. I guess, w really, for me, when I say I feel weak or something like that, it's really just introspective. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not telling anybody else, but for me... You're comparing I'm yourself weak. to yourself. Exactly. I'm weak for me because yeah. I know what I have the capabilities of doing, mm -hmm. but I can't do it right now because of... Whatever reason. Yeah, which right now it's my diet is absolutely killing me because I'm just not getting enough carbs. Yeah. I'm not getting enough calories in general, but you know, I, that's part of cutting and that's part of the losing mm -hmm. the weight. And you know, I, I don't know if I talked to you, I know I talked to a few people about it, but uh, the plan was to compete at, at nationals at Orange Beach. Yeah. And I wanted to drop to 220, compete in the 220 class, whether I have to water cut down for it or whatever, to weigh in at 220. Well, water cut, you're gonna be weak though. Well, it's gonna it's gonna be you know you cut water the day before, and then the you you gain all that water back the day at like immediately after you weigh in. You eat a bunch of carbs, drink a bunch of water. Okay. You gain all that weight back. Um, so when like Joe Sullivan recently did one this year, he weighed in, I believe at 220 and his stage weight was 239. Oh God. So 19 pounds. Yeah. And he did don't drink to that. Right. <laughs> he did some insane weight. I know he, I, I, I think he broke his, mm. his world record on squat for his weight class again that, for the millionth time. That makes me feel better about how if I go off on a binge, I'll, I'll gain. You gain. I'll gain weight. way more weight than what I actually ate overnight. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So that, that all makes that me water and. And in my head, I know that, but I'll, I'll look on the scale and I'm like, oh my god, yeah. what have I done? And then it starts this cycle, or I'm like, well, fuck it, I might as right. well do something else today. Yep. I've already done the damage, might as well. And then it, this last time, from about three weeks before Thanksgiving to the day before yesterday. Or maybe the day before the day before yesterday. Mm -hmm. I've just been spiraling, eating whatever the fuck I want, whenever I want. Feeling like shit, getting moody. Yeah. Losing losing quite a bit of, like, you know, that manly drive yep. that my fiance mm -hmm. really appreciates. Yep. And then it's, you know, she feels like something's wrong with her. And like, but no, it's, not, it's, it's just me. It's just me. Yep. And, and that's not fair to her. Well, but you know, she she does her best to be understanding, yeah. and I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna get any any further into that. <laughs> That's fair. because like you know, 
But it, anyway, um, I was saying I was gonna cut down to 220 to compete at that weight class, primarily because the deadlift, the state record deadlift um, in Alabama in the 220 class, if I'm not mistaken, is 705. And I believe I can take that if I'm at like, if I can cut and then gain the weight back. Right. Um, and, but that, that's July. So we've still got seven months, mm -hmm. you know, that's mid July. So maybe even really eight months. Uh, yeah. About eight months. Um, so I've got plenty of time to do it, but I've already just been like cut weight, get lean so that I can slowly build that weight back up. Cause I want a clean bulk all the way through. Mm -hmm. Because my plan for, and we talked a lot about meal prep and diet in the last episode, and we're going to get into more of it, but yeah. um, I slowly introduce more carbs, more food, um, and just clean bulk up, back up to, to at least 220, hopefully 230-ish, and then water cut back down to 220, compete at, you know, compete at 220, but actually weigh like 230, 232, something like okay. that. Get that weight, and hopefully that's going to be enough to push me through. But that that's my plan anyway. Um, but yeah, uh, any plans uh, future for you as far as fitness goes? <sighs> well, the episode that Elizabeth did, it got me really intrigued on that transformation. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to train for that. I don't know if I'd be able to do it. This Come, the next one coming up, but right. I'm going to train, hopefully, with like the intent, I, like I am. Yeah. But I've got a lot of things going on mm -hmm. and probably won't be able to afford the trip this year. Yeah. But I'm still going to train like I'm going to. Yeah. Um, but hey, and you know, immediate goal is to lose what I've gained back. Right. My lowest weight was 279. Mm hmm. And I liked the way I looked at 279. Yeah. And then I started lifting and, you know, introduced carbs and, I knew I was going to gain some weight yeah. back, but it was still very disheartening. Right. It was like I did it a healthy way and I mm -hmm. went back up to you know, 320 mm -hmm. and that I maintained that for a good long while. I added on quite a bit of muscle mm -hmm. and then the past six months, I just put another, you know, 30 pounds on top of that. Right. So I'm back. I mean, I got back up to 350 mm -hmm. and I'm back down to 340 right mm -hmm. now, but I don't like it. Right. Well, that's, that's kind of one of the things sometimes, you know, when we, when we, especially when we start putting on muscle, we get in the gym, muscle weighs more than fat. So it's kind of one of those things mentally, it messes you up because you're like, I took all this time to lose this weight yeah. and I gained it back, but you gained, you didn't just gain bad weight back. You gained good weight. Yeah. According to the scan, um, when I did it and the scan was around 330. 330 pounds. Mm -hmm. At that point, I had put on, according to the scan, which I don't know how accurate the right. is, I got a lot of metal in my leg mm -hmm. and it uses electric scans. And right. Things. So anyway, according to the scan, I put on 10 pounds of muscle and 40 pounds of fat in the last year, mm -hmm. which sucks. Well, that, <laughs> that's fat going part. like 280 to, or 270. <clears throat> that's going from 279 to, uh, to like 330 at the time. Yeah. And I like the 10 pounds of muscle. Yeah. Not so much the 40 pounds of fat. And that's fair. And a lot of it that came back is visceral fat. Right. Which is the worst kind to have. Especially since the whole, one of the biggest reasons why I decided to do keto in the first mm -hmm. place is because I have got diagnosed with a fatty liver. Right. 
And if my visceral fat is up, that means, you know, my liver's in danger of becoming mm -hmm. fatty again. Right. And, and I don't want to do that. You no, know, that turns into cirrhosis if you leave it alone. Right. I don't want cirrhosis. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> I, I don't want that. I don't want. Them, I don't want to be yellow eyes and. Well, then you got the Sith eyes, though. No, that's that's the that's <laughs> that's the iris. I'm talking about the whites. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You you when you when you jaundice with a bad liver, right? You, you, yeah. You turn like a, it's it's like like baby vomit yellow in your in the whites of your eyes and your yeah, skin turns green and you know you die <laughs> right and yeah. I, I don't want to die yeah that's you know definitely not um but uh and this is the last small segment before we get into everything and zach introduced us last episode and it's the pr song segment of yeah. the show um so i know you have something you had in mind yeah, I don't, I don't have a PR song per se because I don't really go for many PRs. Mm -hmm. But there is a song that I discovered by chance through like a convolute coincidences. Mm -hmm. But um, it's a fairly unknown band. It's called Alive by a band called Low Pro, mm -hmm. and you know it's 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 kind of a it's definitely rock, but I couldn't put any more of a genre on it than that. It was like a, it's very mellow. It yeah. was it wasn't very hard, so it wouldn't be like a hard rock. I, would, I don't know if I'd call it soft rock. Yeah, but, but it, it goes hard enough for me. And again, and the my takeaway from it is, you know, I got to show everybody I'm still alive. Yeah. And when I get kind of bummed out, and I'll forget about the song for months at a time, and then. Something will happen, I'll remember it, and I'll listen to it, and I'll get back into gear. Right, and just like, and that sometimes, music is a powerful thing, mm -hmm. because when you listen to it, it can bring back memories, so I, like, I think you can bring back smells, like, yeah. there's a whole bunch of stuff linked to, you know, music and memories and all that stuff, and your brain just copies mm -hmm. all that, and it's in there, and then just, you know, that's, uh... Gets those neurons firing. Yep. The um, what about you? What's your PR song? I, I may not have reached that point in that episode. Oh, yet. no, no, no. I, we we list off a few different songs, but uh, I'll just I'll just give one today. Um, that's a good one that I like to listen to because we gave we gave a few starting out, but I think I just want to have one. What was it that I was listening to today that I got really pumped up? Prequel to the sequel. That's a good song, yeah. but that's not really a PR song for me. Between the Buried and Me is great, though. I love yeah. it. Um, I'll just say, I, 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 last time I said, uh, I added the Black Adam theme song from mm -hmm. the new movie because it is really good. I, still I haven't watched that yet. It's great. It's great. I don't know if you, you can't really see him, but he's up there on top of the shelf looking down at us, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. You, you can see a glare where his feet are. Yep. But that's it. You can kind of see Black Adam a little bit right yeah. there. Um, but anyway, uh, more comic that. book, right? <laughs> more comic book music. Um, the Arkham Origins main title theme is super like wonderful. That's the one that I didn't play. It's it's the one that a lot of people didn't play because it wasn't made by Rocksteady. Mm -hmm. that's but why that's, I didn't play it. <laughs> and it was it was it was fine. It wasn't it wasn't as good as the other ones. It was um, copy paste with a new story. 
Well, the the Deathstroke fight was pretty good. Um, and they had some different stuff. The boss fights were pretty cool. Um, but no, that song gets me going because it's like Batman to a T. And I don't I don't remember the composer because I know it was like Nick Arundel. Excuse me, was the guy that did the the main series. Mm -hmm. I can't remember the name of the guy that did the Arkham Origins soundtrack. But anyway, that's that's a great PR song for me. And I, I just love instrumental orchestral stuff. That just I do too. Like I I have such eclectic taste in music. Yeah. Um Your 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 range is much wider than mine. Well, not so much lately. Uh most of the time I just don't have time to listen to music anymore. Yeah. So it's mostly just my synth wave that I enjoy. Yeah. It's 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 um not very popular and I'm okay with that. Not to sound like a hipster. <laughs> I gotta listen to my synth wave. Yeah, man. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so let's talk about um, let's talk about like. Let me grab my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I knew what I was gonna say, and I was like, I have this written down. So yeah, okay, so, yeah, that's what it was. So. Let's talk about what made the change. Like, what made you decide, <sighs> I am tired of being uh, this way. I'm tired of being this way. I want to change. Like, what What was the... It's, it's, it's hard to nail down any, any one event. But, like, things... Name whatever you feel like sharing. Like, a long time ago, like, I'm talking like 2011. Yeah. I decided, you know what, I'm... And this wasn't even anywhere near my heaviest, but I... Got a wild hair and decided I was gonna do something about it. Mm -hmm. uh, completely unhealthy. Mm -hmm. I, I basically did a juice fast for yeah. way too long, and got in a car wreck. And I didn't get injured badly, but it was a scary one. I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, I want a fucking cheeseburger, mm -hmm. and then right back up within a couple of weeks. Right, and then it was status quo for years and years and years. I always kind of considered myself like a fit fat, kind mm -hmm. of like Chris Farley or, mm -hmm. or, or Jack Black, you know, those kind of guys yeah. where they, they still moved well, yeah. but they were big. Yeah. I mean, there was, there's a story of you picking up a refrigerator <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. and then you would always like, we would play like basketball or football and you'd play with us. Yeah. Like, you know, that was, um, for the record, childhood friend. Yeah, uh, I don't think I mentioned. I don't know if I mentioned that at the beginning, but you, we've been friends you, forever. You and your brother are my oldest friends. Yeah, and I, I, I can't remember not knowing you guys. Right. I I can't, I can't remember a time when I didn't know you guys by name. Yeah. And we lost track. You're good. You left the station. Um, we were talking about um, you. Uh, what made the change? Oh, right, um, yeah. Um, and then that all went away. I got in a, I got hit by a drunk driver in mm -hmm. February of 2017. Mm -hmm. 2017 or 2016. Yeah. And it really fucked me up. I got I two, yeah, I got two rods and like 21 screws in my leg and broke a tiny piece off my elbow, had a severe concussion, had a bunch of glass in my hand. Yeah. In fact, the last piece of glass came out a year and a half ago, and I, I put it up on Reddit, and <laughs> yeah, somebody wrote a little article about it, and but oh, sh shoes squeaking. I may just remove those. That's fine. Go ahead. 
they might take off the shoes. Might be a little stanky. But while I'm um, taking off my shoes, I will continue. Um, much better. Um, the uh, <laughs> train of thought went away again. Um, car wreck. Car wreck. Yeah, yeah. It was probably part of that concussion. <laughs> um, and I. I, I was really bad. Mm -hmm. Like I was probably 420 pounds when that happened, and you know I, I lost all of my mobility. I couldn't even go back into my own house because mm -hmm. I had to go upstairs to to just go home, and uh, I had to move back in with my parents, and I just got incredibly depressed. Um, dad, and and like they had bought a smaller home. Mm -hmm. To uh, to accommodate my grandmother, mm -hmm. who was you know very, um, she had very limited mobility. Yeah. So they bought it, you know, but it was the accessibility made it two bedroom, and so mm -hmm. it was their bedroom and her bedroom, mm -hmm. and I lived with them for like four months in the living room, going between a hospital bed a recliner and the toilet. That was my whole world for like three and a half, four months. Mm -hmm. And you know, my, my activity was damn near zero. Right. And I was eating more because I was bored and depressed mm -hmm. and I swelled up to like, I didn't even know how much I weighed right. until I finally started walking a little bit and ended up going to Sam's club with my dad and I hopped on the scale. Mm -hmm. And it said 475 pounds. And I thought, oh my God, I'm, I'm one of those people in my 600 pound life. Mm -hmm. And not long after that is when I started. I could, everything is so foggy from mm -hmm. the, that year. Cause like I, I got clobbered really good in the head. So. Yeah. And with the ADHD combined with that, I have a terrible memory. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I eventually, um, Got to where I could work again. We started working together at Jimmy John's, mm -hmm. and you told me about keto, mm -hmm. and I dipped my toes in that for a while, and then I started doing research and got on Reddit and Facebook and got really serious. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's how it goes. That, like that's it's, it started falling off. I, I kind of went extreme, and with with it, like I, I started fasting three days a week. Well, sometimes I would do three day fast break it and then another one immediately mm -hmm. after and i was losing 20 30 pounds a month sometimes right that's but, a lot to lose in a month like i can say that now from experience because mm -hmm. i just cut off 20 i've you know, 20 pounds i've lost i've lost 10 pounds in three days before yeah uh, while you were doing that yeah. cut while do, that? while doing that that diet yeah and i really wouldn't condone it but at the same time if, you, if you're 500 pounds and literally nothing else has worked for mm -hmm. you, even an unhealthy option is most likely going to be healthier than doing nothing. That's good. I mean, like Zach said a million times, it saved your life. Mm -hmm. Like you, you've you done incredible things since you started keto. Yeah. And you know, a lot that he, he mentioned it for a lot of people hate on keto. Oh, yeah. All this fat's bad for you and whatever. Um, it's really not. Like, some fats are definitely bad yeah. for you. Anything... Saturated fat. Anything artificial. If, if, if you're having an oil from a plant 
that's not oily, mm -hmm. it's bad for you. Right. So like olive oil is good for you, but things like like um, corn oil or um, some whatever seed oil that is, like anything that says seed oil, right, is bad for you because seeds aren't oily. Right. <laughs> um, but like olive oil, avocado. Mm -hmm. Animal fat. Mm -hmm. Everybody gives animal fat a bad rap, but if your cholesterol is okay, animal yeah. fat is great for you. Yeah. Like Mark Bell talks about tallow all the mm -hmm. time, and he'll he'll have a steak like covered in tallow and yeah. throw it in a frying pan. So many hormones rely on fat. Yeah. And like I could go into so many like resources that I've discovered. Um. One of the things that really, and it's not even about keto, it's, it's, um, let me see if I can remember. It's called Fathead, and it's a response to, um, Supersize Me. Okay. He, he this, this, um, he was a comedian at, at the time, but he decided to, um, he didn't like the, all the allegations and Supersize Me. Mm -hmm. And he felt like a lot of it was forced and kind of, smoke and mirrors kind of right oh they're always production making, yeah right? and so he, meant to be watched yeah oh. and he decided that he would do nothing but fast food mm -hmm. but he would not get fries unless they offered him fries mm -hmm. and he would not go up a size unless they they and he 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 read the nutrition and and he ended up losing like 10 pounds in a month and his cholesterol went down, mm -hmm. eating nothing but McDonald's and KFC and et cetera. Right. And in the second half of it, he's explaining all these different things. And it kind of gets a little conspiracy-ish, but it makes sense. Um, the, um, again, I'm a little foggy. I need to rewatch it again. Yeah. Anybody that's considering keto or something similar should mm -hmm. watch it. Yeah. Um, but essentially he gets into the sugar industry has lobbied so hard that they, they're the ones that got the food pyramid changed to mm -hmm. so carb heavy. Right. And it really needs to be a lot more balanced than that. And anything processed, especially grains, mm -hmm. is just really bad for you. Yeah. If you're going to eat grains, it's got to be whole. Right. And we talked about that on the last episode, you know, processed foods are just never going to be as good mm -hmm. as whole foods. And the the nutrients, the like mm -hmm. everything about them, it's always going to be better to eat the whole foods. And and that being said, you know, yeah, a, a significant portion of my weight loss, I was I was eating good mm -hmm. whole foods, but there were other times when, you know, it was all I could do. I had to have my pepperoni dipped in cheese, dipped in <laughs> ranch, like, like Zach was talking about. Right. But you know, but but in 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 the same vein though, you you think about this. It's in it's it's within the boundaries of your diet. Yeah. And if you're not doing it all the time, mm -hmm. you're kind of giving well, your you're giving into a craving in a sense, but you're following your diet. Yes, it's it's being bad without being as bad as you could be. Right. So it's, it's not it's not the same as going out and be like, well, I'm just gonna mm -hmm. eat a pack of Oreos. And, and I'm a I'm a terrible binge eater, anorexic. I mean, it's self diagnosed, mm -hmm. but I, I know I'm a binge eater. Mm -hmm. The last few weeks has been been like, rough. Yeah. yeah. One of one of the biggest things that 
got me to where I was getting serious about it was, um, I think I had lost a little bit and then I decided to have a cheat meal. Mm -hmm. I went to KFC and got a family pack mm -hmm. with the intensive eating half of it mm -hmm. and then waiting a while and eating the other half. I waited 30 minutes. The next thing you know, I'm in the shower puking, not because I'm feeling sick, but because there's no room for all this massive amount of fucking food in right. there. And I, it's really shameful to me to talk about, so it's a little difficult. That's understandable. But that was, that was an even lower point for me than seeing 475 pounds on a scale. Well, I mean, that visual and that feeling, like that mm -hmm. gut feeling, like there's no room for this food and you're throwing it up, That I can't imagine like, it's, the, the feeling that you felt mentally, physically. It's, it's not like normal vomiting. Right, which was wild to me in retrospect. I didn't, I didn't, my muscles didn't like, like, like normally when you're sick and you throw up, you, you tense you, you up. You feel bad yeah. afterward because your muscles pushed all that out. Yeah. That didn't happen. It was like when you let go of a water balloon and it just, it just, yeah. It was, it's really, I don't even like remembering it. Yeah, I don't blame you. Um, but I need to remember it mm -hmm. because maybe that'll help me not lose lose my way. But yeah. So that's that's kind of where it started. So um, tell me about so so you started uh, keto mm -hmm. and you you I know you were pretty extreme on the fasting. Did we talk about that already? The um, a, a little bit. Yeah, we touched on it. So so when you fasted, you know. How long did you take? Um, what did you eat in between your fast? <laughs> I know it's probably not a lot. That was my unhealthy. That, fat, was... that was my unhealthy fatty stuff. Okay. Um, when I was deciding to be healthy, I had this concoction that I came up with, which was a couple pounds of ground beef, yeah. some beef broth, some cauliflower rice, and some garlic and some hot sauce and some cheese and so some, some monster mash and some basically heavy, basically but no carb well right. low carb yeah because cauliflower rice is gonna have a little bit but it's, not it's mostly fiber yeah um but i would leave i wouldn't drain the meat i'd leave the fat in there okay yeah um and i would do that sometimes but when i had the extra money and especially like my, my tradition with fasting is when I break the fast, especially if it's three or more days, is I'll go get as many hot wings as I can buy mm -hmm. and I'll just chow down. Spicy garlic hot wings from Buffalo Wild Wings. Mm -hmm. That's my go-to fast breaker. And you gotta be careful with their ranch because yeah. it's a little higher in carb than most ranch. Mm -hmm. Which is interesting because usually ranch is a super high fat. I mean, it still is, but it's but it, it just has more carbs. Each, in each it. cup is like three carbs, and I don't mean like a measurement cup. I mean like the little cup that they the give little, you. Yeah, the little serving cup. Yeah, which doesn't sound like a lot, but when you've got six of those, mm -hmm. that's enough to kick you out of ketosis mm -hmm. if if you're sensitive to it. Right. Even a little bit kicks me right out of it. I don't understand why. Hmm. Like I've even gotten to the point where I don't even check if I'm in it anymore. Right. I just track it. And I'm really bad at tracking. I hate mm. tracking so much. <laughs> and that, that's why, like Zach mentioned the chicken salad that I mm -hmm. did in a previous episode. That's why I ate chicken salad every day. Because you knew how much, you knew your macros, you knew your calories. I did the math. I figured out how much I needed to mm -hmm. make, how much I needed to eat. 
I'd make a week's worth and I would eat it every day because yep. I'm a lazy piece of shit <laughs> and I hate tracking. I'm, but I'm the same way. So, you, you know, I typically don't track through the week because mm -hmm. I know how much I'm eating. I, I plan it ahead. Mm -hmm. I have these four meals mm -hmm. that I plan. I put them in the MyFitnessPal app. I check my calories. I check my macros. Everything looks good. That's what I eat for the week. Yeah. And then on the weekends, I will track because my weekends, I eat. I, 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 I will keep my protein goal and my calorie goal, and that's that's all I really consider. Yeah. Um, but I make sure I don't over on my calories, and I make sure I don't, or I make sure I hit my protein. Mm -hmm. As long as I've done all those things, I eat what I want. Um, but, you know, tracking like that is okay, because you know, like, how much you're eating, mm -hmm. you know how, you know your macros, everything's laid out yeah. for you. And, and... Especially in like a fitness lifestyle with whether it be bodybuilding, maybe not so much for bodybuilding because you've got to be so precise with mm -hmm. bodybuilding, but with powerlifting, all you really need to track is your calories and your protein. And some people just don't even track anything. They just eat as much as they can because yeah. if, like some people, depending on your weight class and all that kind of stuff, you know, some people are like, I want to get as heavy as possible. I want to be a 308. We've kind of come away from that in the fit fitness industry yeah. here lately. You see guys like Russ Swole. Mm -hmm. um, uh, that just seems a little reckless to me. Well, it can be. Um, Mark Bell talks about it a lot. He, he said he would always just eat a ton of food, take a bunch of drugs, get really strong, go to a meet, he'd come back. But, but the difference between him, because that's what everyone was doing at the time when he was competing. But the difference between him and everyone else is that when he would finish his competition, he would say, I'm going to lose some weight. Yeah. And he'd lose weight and then he'd do it all again. And then he'd lose weight and he kept on doing that. Yeah. So that, that, and he, he says, and I, I trust him on a lot of fitness stuff, but he said, that's what saved his mobility, his, mm -hmm. you know, his ability to move because now he's, you know, he's shredded. Like he's, yeah. he did a bodybuilding show and he's a runner now. He runs all the time. Like he's completely, like, like not completely removed from powerlifting, but like his his goals are not yeah. to be the strongest guy in the room anymore. He wants to move the best, mm -hmm. which is interesting to talk about. But that we'll we'll get into that another time. Right. I am. Um... So so you would you would eat the the monster mash or the chicken wings, and that would be kind of like your split. In between your yeah your fast and and I would I think the longest one I did was five days mm -hmm. and it's weird because you wouldn't think you'd feel very good not eating mm -hmm. but once you get past the first couple of days like it's it's so wild like energy out the wazoo uh, my mind cleared up uh, but also I wasn't working out during this time mm -hmm. I was I was working I was playing video games mm -hmm. like I didn't even walk right unless Except for what I was required to do with my job. Right. And I, I delivered pizza, so it was a pretty active job, especially mm -hmm. if I had to go upstairs or something. Yeah. But, like, I didn't have a workout routine mm -hmm. whatsoever. And I'm losing 20, 30, 40 pounds in a month. Mm -hmm. 40 was, like, one month. Right. But still, <laughs> but it happened. It was not uncommon during this journey to lose mm -hmm. 20 pounds in a month. Yeah. Um, and between being in ketosis and... Uh, fasting, like I felt really good. My mm -hmm. leg quit hurting. Like mm -hmm. my leg, I, I didn't even get into that after that accident. Yep. 
my leg didn't stop hurting for over a year. Mm -hmm. Like the swelling, just the misery. And I don't know if it's from the weight loss or from the ketosis, maybe both. But a lot of people make claims that being in ketosis uh, really reduces inflammation. Mm -hmm. And my, my leg almost never hurts now. Right. It's got to be like either coming off of a, a binge or something mm -hmm. to cause the swelling to come back. And it's even then, it's, it's still pretty rare. Mm -hmm. Like it's, I gained probably 90% of my, my ankle back yeah. from all that. And that's, that's crazy. Yeah. I shoot. I was, I was so heavy and it was such a bad break. I was stuck in a wheelchair most of the time. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I could get around on a walker hopping along, mm -hmm. but I took, if I went anywhere that required me moving more than 20 feet, uh, <laughs> I took a wheelchair right? and I, at least with my dignity, at least that's what I told myself. I will not be in a power scooter. Mm -hmm. It was, it was one that I had to push myself. <laughs> right. Not, not to, not to bad mouth, not to bad mouth anybody that needs one. Mm -hmm. Cause but, there are people that do need them. Exactly. But there are also people that kind of abuse it. I had to, I had to hang on to something I could be proud of. Right. And that was, that was what I was proud of. Right. Or at least I'm not on an electric wheelchair. Right. But in retrospect, it's kind of a silly thing to be proud of. <laughs> but, you know, you hang on to what you can hang on yeah. to. And, and I was on a cane for, mm -hmm. like, I was in a wheelchair for three, four months. And I was on a cane for another six. Yeah. And, like, I would go to work and I could get through the day. But as soon as I sat down to drive home, that swelling would just kick in from the leg decompressing. Mm -hmm. And it would be like extremely difficult just to get in the house like i would sit there in the car for 30 45 minutes and just like come on go inside you can do this come on mm -hmm. and i it's i try not to think about those times it's kind of yeah. weird rehashing all these things i try not to think about uh but uh like i remember one time there was some aggressive dogs and my dad's my neighbor mm -hmm. Um, and one of them tried to get me one night and I told him about it. And so for like the next three weeks, he would be sitting on his porch with a gun <laughs> just because <in>, <laughs> he case. knew I couldn't move. Right. And, and, uh, like I really appreciated it, but it also made me feel like I couldn't take care of myself even, right. even then. Mm -hmm. And I don't like feeling like I can't take care of myself. I don't think anybody does. I mean, I mean, I mean, there are some people that appreciate being taken care of, oh, but that's I'm different. not one of those people. That, but I think that's different, though. I think, you know, someone taking care of you is like just showing compassion and love. Mm -hmm. But like someone like 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 not being able to take care of yourself is just yeah. a different thing, because that means that you are not capable. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't think anybody wants to be not capable of taking care of themselves. And it's uh it's it's difficult yeah. <laughs> sometimes even now um i i still i'm very prideful in my own mm -hmm. ways like i don't i'm not like a prideful jerk or anything mm -hmm. at least i don't think i am but no I, definitely i, 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 I think me zach sandy all everyone that's met you i don't think anybody was going to say that about but, you but my pride is is definitely a self-detriment because i i don't I don't want to owe anybody anything. I don't want 
anybody helping me if I can even think about doing it by myself. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it was really difficult just to come in and, and start, you know, hire a personal trainer. Yeah. I had no idea where to start. Right. And now I think I can, like, I, I tried a couple of times to have you write me a plan mm -hmm. and I just, I couldn't follow through because I just didn't know what I was doing. Mm -hmm. Now I could follow a plan that you wrote me pretty easily because right. I, I know I have an amateur level of skill at the gym mm -hmm. now, so I I can I can get through it. Yeah, but then I was just you know, just know. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about uh, your your like deciding to come to the gym because I know we talked a lot about it um, before you started the gym. You said you had a certain weight goal that you wanted to hit before you started working out. Yeah. Um. So. I, I would say I wanted to get below 300 because mm -hmm. I, I didn't want to be the fattest guy in the gym. Mm -hmm. And I'm back to my vanity. That's yeah. that's my, I, you know, I I just didn't want to. And, I, and even now, I'm still usually the fattest guy in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. Like, I, I don't think about it as much. I mean, I still think about it. But, but you should. I mean, I, I understand. But you should because we're, like, we're all happy to see you there. Yeah. It's, it's, um... But yeah, I, I got under my goal and I got to look and I, I lost all this weight, but I had so much loose skin mm -hmm. and like, I've, I've shown you some of my arm progress pictures. Mm -hmm. Like I took one the, the very first day into the, the gym mm -hmm. and there's, there's nothing there. It's just a straight line. Mm -hmm. and, and well, at, at the top it was straight. At the bottom it was a little well, droopy because I got, you know, I got the weight loss wings. Yeah. And those will probably never go away unless I get unless you get surgery unless I get surgery or do some steroids and get huge. <laughs> but I don't, I don't really want to do anything like that. Yeah. At least not anytime soon. Right. Um, like it's always in the back of my mind. You know, but it's also the shortcut mentality mm -hmm. for me. I'm not saying that it's a shortcut for everyone, mm -hmm. but that's how I would use it, and that's right. not healthy. Yeah. So I try to. Like, nah, just, just, just abstain. Right. Because, I mean, even without it, in a year I put on 10 pounds of muscle. Mm -hmm. And somebody in their 30s, that's really hard to do. Yeah. According to the, some charts that I read. I don't know how reliably accurate those are because mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't pay attention to sources or whatever. Right. But, so I'm, I'm proud of that. Even yeah. though I put on four times as much fat putting on that 10 pounds mm -hmm. of muscle, I'm still proud of it. Yeah. I know. Um, I'm hoping I can keep that going um, forward as I try to cut away. I at least want to get back to my lowest just to yeah. see what I look like now. I bet it'd be a lot different. I bet it'd be a lot different. I, I hope so. Cause like, I'm kind of like, you know, Elizabeth was in that episode. Mm -hmm. She, I don't really have a goal way to have a goal look. Yeah. And unfortunately my goal look is going to involve a lot of skin removal. Yeah. Cause it's not. It rebounds a little bit, and mm -hmm. fasting is supposed to help with that, yeah. according to some people. Like, I'm not going to make claims that it's 100% going to help, but right. I've but heard this is it what does. You've heard. I've yeah. heard it does. Have another little sippy sip. Right, I hear that. My mouth's dry. So, oh, that's <laughs> awful. That is awful. There's a reason it's $5. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean,. It is what it is, right? Mm hmm But, so you're, you're, I don't know where we left off. We were talking about. We were talking about the decision to get in the gym. Yeah. And the weight goals. And yeah, so you, you. so you hit your weight goal, 
and then you decided to go to the gym. Mm -hmm. um, I guess I wrote you a plan. I that, that kind well, of. I actually, you did help, but not write me a plan that time. Okay. You wrote me plans before. Um, okay. Like, okay. You, before my accident. Okay, I was gonna say I, I don't really remember like, that, but I'll I would trust I, I would get these these urges to try to work out, and I'd ask mm -hmm. you for a plan here and there, and, mm -hmm. and it would ne I'd never follow through with it completely. Right. I'd do it for a little while. I'm like, eh, it's too hard. And yeah. It's fucking stupid. And then, <laughs> you know, and because I just, I wasn't ready yet. Yeah. And the, I hadn't had that click. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm a firm believer that, you know, just keep trying until it's, you have that click. Right. Because it took me, it took me a whole lifetime of being obese. Well, maybe not a whole lifetime, but my entire adult life mm -hmm. and my late teenage years, I was obese. Mm -hmm. I still am technically, but I'm a much healthier obese yeah. than I was. Right, for sure. Which is a weird thing to say, but it's true. Like, yeah. I'm, my blood pressure is in the normal range now, mm -hmm. which is incredible considering I still haven't kicked smoking yet. Yeah. Uh, and it's 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 still kind of surreal, even though I've put back on a lot of weight. Just seeing some of the old pictures. Mm -hmm. I actually, and this is. is Pretty interesting and I wanted to show you it and I probably should have showed you it before um, we started but there's a video on my computer of you starting yeah. your keto journey yeah we maybe we could play a clip of that the audio because it, it towards the end I don't know I don't know if I want to see it right now. <laughs> that, that's fair but um yeah back we got off track but um yeah, you, you did help me um in a, a very tremendous way because you um i'm pretty sure you're the one that's responsible for me being getting paired with zach because they did have me starting out yeah. with someone else yep and looking back like i was just happy to get anybody that could tell me what to do right but looking back i'm so thankful that it ended up with zach he's mm -hmm. he's become one of my best friends mm -hmm. Um, we don't get to talk very often anymore just because he's so busy and I'm so yeah. busy and he's moving on to bigger and better things and And that really sucks that he's not here today because that would have been wonderful. I would love to maybe come back someday when he's here. Yeah, for sure. Um, we'll do it. But I, I am 100%. I am planning on kind of following at my own pace mm -hmm. down the line like I can't right now for many different reasons. Right. I gotta stay where I'm at yeah. with my workouts but you know, I, there's no reason I can't do both. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens, but I definitely would like to keep in touch with Zach because he, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have any kind of muscle tone if it wasn't for Zach. Yeah. Because he, he, from the start, he was like, I know where you're at. I've, mm -hmm. you know, he hasn't been as there in the the extreme, but he has been there. He, he has, has been overweight. He has his own eating disorders mm -hmm. and his own and mental he, illnesses that he struggles with. And I'm not going to get into those because mm -hmm. that's, that's his story to right. tell, not mine. Yeah. But I am, I'm only mentioning it enough so that, that everyone understands that he, he's very understanding. He's and, ve and a very empathetic person. He pushes you in the best way possible. Mm -hmm. Um, like he got me to come off keto because at the time I was trying to build strength and, and, and muscle and mass and mm -hmm. it's really hard to add mass on a deficit. Oh yeah. And he got me to do some carbs again and chicken and rice and yep. I was very unhappy. I mm -hmm. fought him the whole time. Yep. I'm like, I don't <laughs> want to eat these carbs. I don't feel good on carbs. Mm -hmm. 
but you know it it did the job and mm-hmm. you know there's an ebb and flow to to fitness and yeah. sometimes you've got to go backwards to go forwards and right. it's, it's very hard to do because i didn't just lose 200 pounds in six months mm-hmm. it took me two years right and i was very stuck in my weight I'm, i still am even right. now when i've decided i've gained enough i'm going i'm going back to my old ways mm-hmm. and i'm i'm gonna alter it a little bit so that i can try to maintain some muscle mass right i lost so much muscle the yeah. first time like it was it was probably i probably lost 20 30 pounds of muscle right because when you're that heavy you have a lot of muscle yeah, just to, to move around you have to carry that weight <laughs> it doesn't look like you do but you do <laughs> yeah Especially the legs. Yeah, for sure, because you got to walk with all that weight. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, walking is hard enough. Like, but, I hate cardio. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, what works for you works for you. And yeah. I've tried several different things. And, you know, for a, a significant amount of weight loss in a short time or even over a long time, I've got to go back to what I know. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to try to make it a little more healthy this time. Yeah. Maybe keep away from the cheddar cheese pepperoni dipped in ranch well (laughs) cheddar there's nothing inherently wrong with cheddar but (laughs) you know the the ranch and and the highly processed pepperoni yeah yeah, i'm 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 still a firm believer in a reasonable amount of good cheese i'm not talking about like cheap cheese i mean something that's got a reasonable amount of fat Mm -hmm. and the reasonable types of fat mm-hmm. and but i think cheese can be really good in in moderation you can't just like oh well, it's i can have all the cheese i want you really can't oh man i could tell you about times when i would open up a block of cheese and just bite into it mm-hmm. and just eat it i so good i love to stay away from the processed stuff <laughs> yeah like american cheese oh no no no, no. I, I don't touch I, that i don't touch that even now when i'm eating as unhealthy as i can if I have a choice, I don't get American cheese. Yeah, because it's, it's about just that. It, it it's it's not even really cheese. Yeah, it's it's like plastic. <laughs> it's, but, you know, I branch. Mm-hmm. It's it's fine in moderation, but it's so hard to tell what a moderate amount of branch right. is because it's unless you measure it out like in and the then, tablespoon and then you, serving you measure sizes. it out and you and you're like this is all I can have. I don't even fucking want it. Right. Because all it's going to do, do is make you want more. As yeah. my dad says, it's just enough to piss you off. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking you were going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just... So, yeah, avoiding ranch for me, mm-hmm. and, unless I'm on my, my fast break with right. the wings. With the and, wing. and even then, I don't. I get, you know, just a few. Yeah. But I definitely wouldn't make it an everyday thing. Right. Yeah, for sure. If you if you wonder why you're stalling and you're eating ranch and cheese, it's the ranch and it's the cheese. <laughs> right. At least on keto for yeah. me. Yeah. So um, you started with Zach. Uh, how did that go? Like, how was your like the very first day? Like the very first, you... I was I was a little frustrated because mm-hmm. I'm in here like, yeah, I'm ready to lift some heavy weights, mm-hmm. and he's like, you're not touching any weights. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't he wasn't that blunt, but you know, he he tactfully said, look, I can't trust you not to hurt yourself, mm-hmm. so we're gonna spend at least a few months. Well, not a few months, a few weeks. weeks like yeah. it was like a month to six weeks, something mm-hmm. like that. 
getting the form right. Yeah. And it was frustrating at the time, but it was probably the best thing I could have done. Absolutely. Like, there's a reason he's a coach. Mm -hmm. And I, I told myself that and I listened, but I was just like, man, I want to lift some stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm ready to get swole. Mm -hmm. and, and it's a good thing because, like, you know, once you're once you've got 300 pounds on a squat rack, you mm -hmm. know that's some, that you can that's damage yourself. Yeah, you can get hurt off of 300 pounds. And like I was capable mm -hmm. of holding that weight, but I wasn't capable of squatting it safely. Right. I could I could squat it probably, but not safely. Yeah. You your your stability probably wasn't there yet. Your like your stabilizer muscles mm -hmm. couldn't keep you upright you know you get you see these kids going and they like throw a bunch of weight on i i think some i think actually elizabeth sent me a video of this this kid squatting and it's just a bunch of weight he was real skinny he just threw his body down and as soon as he started to come up his back just did that and it was like that's not safe you're gonna get hurt doing that so listening to Zach and just like mm -hmm. following through is absolutely the best thing you could have done. We started off with a lot of body squat, mm -hmm. a lot of goblet squats, yep. and a lot of low weights on dumbbells. And I remember the first time I got to use the bar, it was the happiest I've been squatting. <laughs> because yeah. I was like, yeah, this is great. And then I got two reps in, I'm like, oh. This isn't great This anymore. isn't great. I still hate squats to this day. Me too. And I, it's a struggle not to skip leg day. Yeah, and even though it's one of the most even important even when I days. do leg day, sometimes I'll just do the press. And, yeah, and then the leg press. Yeah, and I'll go a little harder on that. Mm -hmm. But I, that's one of the things I really need to focus on is because, like, I I never realized until recently, probably in the last six months, just how important training legs is for you know you're naturally producing testosterone mm -hmm. and human growth hormone yep. and all these these hormones that come from you know training mm -hmm. <laughs> you get the bulk of them from training your legs yep because they're the biggest muscle group mm -hmm. uh they so they produce the most hormones when so, you're using them i, I mean i've been really trying to make myself and it's it's still a struggle but i'm i'm getting there i'm getting the the self-discipline back mm -hmm. It's like I let that, I, I let myself get into a relationship and get happy. Mm -hmm. And when you get happy, sometimes your discipline wanes. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm now trying to get to the point where I can be happy and disciplined. Mm -hmm. And that's like a whole new level of uh, willpower. Because yeah. it's real easy to say, uh, screw the gym. I want to stay at home with my girlfriend and fiance and I want to watch movies. Yeah. But like it's it's real easy to stay motivated when you're working out for spite. Yeah, like, I'm gonna show this person. I'm gonna show this mm -hmm. person. I'm gonna show this person. Yep. Fuck all of you. Yep. I'm gonna get hot. You can suck <laughs> yep. it. But when you're in a good, good headspace, head yep. like that motivation is just gone. Yep. And you're having to struggle to find you know, something else to work for. Mm -hmm. And like, I never, I didn't care about my health. I just wanted to show everybody. Right. And I mean, I cared about my health a little bit, but right. like, but not, 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 not in the, I'm working out to be healthy. Yeah. Like to me, that was like, man, I'm not that kind of square. Right. But, but, and I'm finally getting that, that wrapped around that I can be happy and have some motivation because mm -hmm. 
I'm, 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 it's all, I'm a very goal oriented person. I'm yeah. sensing a pattern with our group and that mm -hmm. all of us here are very goal oriented yeah. people. So, um, as long as I have a goal, I think I can stay motivated and not be miserable. Yeah. Cause like, I don't want to be miserable. <laughs> right. Nobody wants to be miserable. And, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade my life right now for the world. Um, but it's been a little bit of a struggle to find the motivation because, uh, you know, I got so used to the negative motivation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I haven't even really thought about that until just now. It just kind of clicked in my head right. that that's what I've been searching for. And I've found it listening to you guys on the podcast. Just yeah. like, wait a second. They don't sound mad. <laughs> They're happy about all this. Yeah. They need to find something to work towards other than I'll show them. Yeah. Which, I mean, what works for you works for you. Right. If that's what it takes to get you to a point where you need to reevaluate, then by all means, you should do it. Mm -hmm. Just don't. I wasted the last six months tr trying to figure out why I didn't have the same motivation. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it may be even more than six months. I'm very bad with time, as, <laughs> as bad as I am with names. But I've wasted a significant amount of time mm -hmm. wondering why my motivation is slipping. And it's because I didn't have that negative, that negativity of that. That is like, I don't care what anybody else thinks anymore. Yeah. I care what Amber thinks. Mm -hmm. I care what some of my friends think. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. I don't have that. Well, this person said this five right. years ago and I'll show, oh. I'll show them. And you know, it's, it's very surreal mm -hmm. sometimes. And, uh, I think I think finding new motivation is my immediate goal. Yeah, and I'm already well on my way, but um, I mean, just talking about being negatively motivated, I can say that's why I got in the gym. Mm -hmm. Like I had a bad breakup. I was Same. like, I want to get jacked and show this person, and I that's exactly you know, what it was. And man, I hate to interrupt, but no, go ahead. There was a couple of times when. Me and the missus got all dolled up and we went somewhere where we knew we'd see them. And mm -hmm. uh, that was right at the, in the sweet spot of the weight loss mm -hmm. and muscle gain when I was looking pretty daggum good. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it didn't feel as good as I thought it would. Yeah. It felt like I was cheapening my relationship. Right. Like, And that's when I realized these, these people that slighted me, they don't matter. They don't. And, you know, it's... Um, I'm losing my train of thought again, but no, you're good. it's, I'm trying to reach that. I hate to use the word enlightenment because I know I'm not ever going to be a, a Buddhist guru <laughs> seeking enlightenment, but right. it's about for me trying to find a balance, I guess, mm -hmm. between the negative motivators mm -hmm. and the positive. Cause I mean, right. that's I'm never going to fully get rid of the negative motivation. That's, I've been kind of hanging on to a few little bits and pieces yeah. of it to get me through what I'm doing now. Mm -hmm. But I really, I need to find that positive motivation. And you know, uh, and we talked about this briefly, um, the, the summer shred show that Elizabeth did, mm -hmm. you know, that was a positive motivator for her. Yeah. She, she was like, I'm going to do this show and I'm going to like do all these cool things, meet all these people and it's going to be great. And it's yeah. like, that's a really good positive motivator. Um, just any anything where you're gonna go and do something good for yourself, I think is mm -hmm. 
just the best positive motivator. I, I'm negatively motivated 90% of the time. So my positive motivators are going to be, you know, like I'm going to go to this meet and I'm going to hit these numbers. I'm going to get the state records. It's going to be great. Yeah. Like I'm going to do this for me. It's going to be this cool thing. Um, but, and then in the same vein, my negative motivator is this guy lifts more weight than me. I can outlift this guy. I can look better than this guy. Yeah. So you get that like, I know I can do this. I know I can. And that's kind of like what we're going to talk about next week with Austin is that rivalry, mm-hmm. you know, or yeah, it, maybe even touch your vanity. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's you're we, we, we all struggle with our own forms of vanity. Yeah. And it, it's different from person to person. So it's really hard to nail down, especially in yourself. Like, I'm sure you could identify several things I haven't even thought about in myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of vain. But, like, if I asked you to, because you're not just going to go out. No, and, that's you, not who hey, I am. You, this is, <laughs> you're no. so vain, Albert. <laughs> yeah, you're How so vain. How dare you Howard. flex in the mirror? That's so vain of you. Yeah. And but it, no, it's, no. I, I flex in the mirror all the time. I mean, I do, I'm not as much because I've put back on some of the weight. But there for a while, every time I pass the mirror, I'm just like, oh, check out these arms. Oh, man. I, I'll never forget how good it felt the first time I noticed an arm vein. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's the kind of things I need to hang on to for yeah. my positive motivation, at least at the start. Something uh, Mark Bell said, um, he was talking about uh, staying lean. He was like, hang on to the bicep vein. Yeah, like if you can hang on to the bicep vein. Now I never had a fully defined one, mm-hmm. but I do. I'm, even now, I have a tiny little bit of it right there, yeah. and I want a full one. But right, it is what it one. is. You'll get one, man. Someday you will. So, someday, <laughs> hopefully I, sooner I rather than it. later. I believe in you. You've come so far already. Like yeah. you've done so so well. I um, think. I think I just got tired. Yeah. Burnout happens. I, I, I got burnout on powerlifting really hard. And like, I didn't want to do it anymore. I was mm-hmm. like, man, I, it was, it was getting close to the meat. And I was like, I don't even know if I want to do this meat. Mm-hmm. I'm so tired of everything. Like you just get burned out on stuff. And then, you know, I took that, that week break. I like, I lifted that Monday and then I didn't lift it all until that, that meet day. And when I got to meet day, it was even a couple days before Zach was messaging. He's like, how are you feeling? I was like, man, I'm ready to go lift some weight, dude. I'm like pumped. Yeah. And it was just like such a good feeling that it made me fall in love with it again. But now I'm cutting mm-hmm. weight and I'm doing more bodybuilding stuff. And and, and, I, and and now it's like I'm I love the bodybuilding stuff. I love the pump. I don't like to cut right now because it's making me weak. But I love the the going in there and doing the pump. But I'm yearning for that heavy weight yeah. on my back again. You know, I I enjoy lifting heavy. Like I I don't have I have a super high squat. I'm, I barely have a two twenty five bench, but I I can deadlift some weight for yeah. somebody with as little experience as I have. Yeah. Like I've, I, I, last time I tried, I didn't hit it, but I was also just all kinds of fucked up mm-hmm. in my diet, but I have pulled 405 before. Yeah. And in, in your first year of lifting, I think that's pretty that's, impressive. That's really good. Like I wouldn't say it's amazing. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say I'm best, best, but it's something I can be proud of. Yeah, for sure. There's, there's some people who can't, 
there's a lot of people who can't deadlift 400 pounds. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it in the perspective of like the entire population, like. Mm -hmm. That well, they say. I lost my train of thought on that too. It's 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 there's, an ongoing thing for me. That's okay. There's like a lot of different like there's a certain aspect like they they broke down the weights of the bench squat and deadlift and there's like oh only X amount of population can do this much or more. Yeah, that's I forget the actual statistic, but it's it's if you can do more than your body weight and one of the big three lifts, I can't mm -hmm. remember which one. It's probably the bench press. Mm -hmm. Um you're stronger than 99% of the world. Right. At least in that regard. Which is which is interesting because like 99% of the world, that's a lot of people. But when you look at the fitness uh, industry or the fitness space as a whole, mm -hmm. you see guys bench pressing four, five, six hundred pounds and you're like, you know, these guys are freaks. Mm -hmm. But But, you know, it's like, how am I supposed to compete with that? That's like, Two or three times their body weight. Jen Thompson is the one of the best bench pressers in the world. I can't remember what her world record was, but she's she's small and she bench pressed well over three hundred pounds. That's mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah, and three times body weight bench press. You know, yep. like that would be like be like me bench pressing six hundred right, now. or or me doing nine. Yeah, it's like well, a, actually like a thousand because then. I'm three plus a little. Right. But still, like, the, the thought of that is just mind, the strength is mind boggling. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's all relative, too, because mm -hmm. it's not as much weight as you or I can do, but it's way stronger than either one of us if you do if, the if right you, math. Yeah. Like, it's, it's very impressive. It's, it's crazy. And I had something else I wanted to say. Well, actually, we already talked about all that. Um, so. Another thing that I, I wanted to talk about, so like, you you did all these things, you did the keto diet, was really worked really well for you. You got in the gym, you made all these changes. What would you have done differently? Hmm. Nothing at yeah. that point. Um, doing it again, I'm doing a few things differently, mm -hmm. but then you know. I did what I could, mm -hmm. and and sometimes doing what you could, what I could, is what made you succeed. Yeah, what I could do then was very unhealthy, but it was better than the alternative. Mm -hmm. So this time, I, I wouldn't do it different back then. But this time, I actually have some muscle mass that I want to retain. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not gonna do three, four. I might do a three occasionally. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna do four, five, six day fasts. Um, I'm, I'm probably not even going to fast all that much. I'm doing it right now just to get a jump start. So mm -hmm. I don't have to deal with the keto flu for so long. Right. I'm, I'm doing, you know, the, the every other day mm -hmm. fast for a week, okay. maybe. And then I'm going to go back to my one meal a day and my keto monster mash and mm -hmm. a lot of lean chicken. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not going to go quite so high in fat this time because I've got plenty here to burn. Right. I'm going to have to focus on the protein to keep your muscles, mm -hmm. your body from cannibalizing your muscles. I'm, I'm going to have just enough fat in the diet to keep like, because you need dietary fat to yeah. get you started. Mm -hmm. At least that's the way I understand mm -hmm. it. A little bit of dietary fat to get started so that your body's like, yeah, this is what I'm going to burn. Yeah. 
and like you don't need a whole bunch of it you need right. just enough and you know you need some dietary fat just for brain function yeah there are some fats and just like carbs you need a, at least a little bit of carb just for you know proper brain and body function mm -hmm. but um yeah i'm just going to try to do it a little more sustainably mm -hmm. this time and not just i gotta lose as much as possible as quickly as possible because mm -hmm. like i said there was a month or two i don't know 40 pounds in a whole month right and like i was ecstatic and excited but looking back like i would still do it but at least five pounds of that in that month was probably muscle loss. right and i'm very fortunate that it wasn't my heart yeah like I'm, I'm very lucky that I had just some beefy legs already, mm -hmm. and hopefully that's where. But <laughs> like I haven't had like my heart rate's perfectly fine these mm -hmm. days. Uh, I haven't had any kind of cardiovascular symptoms, mm -hmm. so. <laughs> right, fingers crossed. Let's you know, keep it that way. If 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 healthcare was better, I'd, I'd know for sure. Right. right. <laughs> in, in America, it's terrible. Mm -hmm. But that's that's an entire uh, other podcast. But yeah, I'm going to take <laughs> more steps to protect my heart. Yeah. Um, so that means a little less aggressive with the weight loss. I still want to do it rapidly, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to do a whole bunch of fasting. Because that, that, that just feeds into the, the eating disorders that I'm pretty sure I already have. Right. Um the healthiest I was was when I was doing my chicken salad every mm -hmm. day. I mean, it was still mayonnaise and mustard. And, right. Well, the mustard's no problem. I mean, no. that was kind of Depend questionable on. depending on who you ask, right? Yeah. Um, I personally don't like the taste of mayonnaise, so... <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's like I just don't want to taste it. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, still, you know, you got to get your calories from something. Right. Like, there's not enough in even a big camp chicken. Oh yeah. Um, even then, I say that was my healthiest. It was still only 900 calories a day, mm -hmm. and my maintenance calories at that point, like 400 plus pounds, probably six to seven thousand. Mm -hmm. So I'm I was doing a, a sixth to a seventh of my maintenance calories. Right. And most people, when you're losing, like they don't like you to go more than 30 percent. Really. Right. I mean, they maybe just, when when I, I I watch some like 600 pound sister stuff sometimes mm -hmm. and. Like they would, their doctor would be like, stop drinking sodas. Mm -hmm. Just start there. Just stop drinking sodas, and then they'd take a couple other things away. And just like, eventually, you know, just just little bits mm -hmm. here and there would would cause that weight loss. And during that whole initial weight loss, I never stopped with my diet soda. Like, hey, I mean, um, I did for a while. Like, I quit earlier in the year before I had all these you know, career changes mm -hmm. and, and then switching jobs in the new career. Mm -hmm. It stressed me out. I've picked back up the sodas and the cigarettes, but I quit yeah. smoking for three months. Yeah. And I quit sodas for about, and I did it at the same time and it mm -hmm. was easy, but it's not easy right now. Mm. I, I don't know what changed, but I can't, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm back to when I first started dieting. Like I got to pick one. Right. And I don't want that to be it right, right now, right at now least in the next couple of months, I'm picking weight loss. Right. And I'm not saying that I don't have the goal to quit because mm -hmm. I definitely want to. Um, but I got to have some kind of indulgence to not binge. Right. And I'm not picking up drinking again. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, this is the most I've had in quite a while. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm... Not even 
I don't, I don't want to. But I'm going to finish this glass. You only got a, you got, well, you got about half of it left. I finished my glass a little bit ago, but I set it down. But mine's a lot easier to drink than yours, I feel like. Yeah. Or was. It's gone now. Yeah. <laughs> it's not much. It's enough. Mm. <laughs> it reminds me why I quit drinking. <laughs> it's just nasty. <laughs> well, you didn't mix it, so I mean, you're just drinking straight vodka. I never, I never did. Oh, really? Yeah, I remember one time. I was listening to sad breakup songs and a roommate came in to tell me something and he caught me, I had like one of the big jugs and he caught me mid, just like glug, 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 <laughs> with the bottle just upturned and he's like, hey, I, are you okay? And I'm just like, I'm fine. <laughs> Thanks for asking. No, it's just like, I'm fine. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> And then he's like, okay, um, I'll talk to you in the morning. <laughs> but yeah, I, I turned that into fitness. Yeah. And then when that went away, it was hard to hold on to the fitness. Right. So that's where I'm, that's, that's, that's the steps that led me to my motivation mm -hmm. kind of, that's the word I'm looking for here. Anyway, that, that that's what led to me struggling to find new motivation. Right. Because, like, I had such powerful negative mm -hmm. motivation. And it's gone. It's completely gone. I have no... Well, not completely. Like I said before, but, like, the big ones. Mm -hmm. The the abusive ex and all the people that just kind of talk shit to me. I don't care about them anymore. Yeah. I, I still have a little bit of just like kind of self-negative motivation. Like I can look in the mirror in my dysmorphia like, mm -hmm. yeah. Like, you need to get in the gym. Yeah. Or, or, or just why are you even bothering? Sometimes it goes down a really dark road. It's like, mm -hmm. just give up. Yeah. And then I have to get mad at myself and then get in it. And I just, I need to focus more on positive motivation, yeah. which is going to be very goal oriented. Yeah. So speaking of goals, do you have any goals? Are you gonna? I know, um, I know we talked briefly yeah, about yeah. trying to get to the summer shred event at I, some point. I, maybe I may do that someday, but I'm kind of doing planning right now. Something similar to you you mentioned earlier in another episode. You're trying to get to stage weight. You're yeah, like, like you're getting competition ready without actually competing. Right. I'm gonna make that one of my goals because mm -hmm. you know you have to maintain muscle while you're losing because you you need a physique to be judged. Right. But I'm not interested in actually competing until probably next year because right. I've got a lot going on that I can't just up and go away for yeah. three four days. Yeah. Because that's hard, especially like because I, I know you've been at that job for a little while, but it's like it's still a relatively new job. So well, it's, it's not, I have a really cool boss and he would work with me on something mm -hmm. like that, but trying to get all the overtime I can get right yeah. now because we're planning on buying a different home mm -hmm. and you know, I can't be, I can't justify spending the money on a trip like that. Yeah. Um, especially since it's, it's not the type of event I think my partner would enjoy being at with a lot of people. That's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah. I didn't think about that, but and, that would probably be kind of hard. And honestly, I have problems with big groups of people too. Yeah. So, like, it's it's something I want to do to challenge myself, but not this year. Or, right. Well, not this coming year. Right. I'm probably going to aim for 2024 if I mm -hmm. actually decide to compete. Yeah. And it's it's really intimidating to go into that as an amateur. Oh, I mean, I, me 
even if I wanted to go into a bodybuilding show, I'd be I'd be so nervous. Mm -hmm. I I personally I don't think I could go up on stage and flaunt it for a group of people. I'm at a really interesting crossroad um, in my fitness journey where I feel like I know just enough to know how much more I don't know. Mm -hmm. And it's that's like a really intimidating place to be. Yeah. It's like when you're first starting, you think, oh, I just got to follow the plan and I got to pick things up and I got to eat my meat and my rice. <laughs> yep. And then you start realizing it's so much more than that. And the more you learn, the more, at least in my case, the more you learn, the more intimidating it gets. Mm -hmm. Because I, I hate, like, I guess I would call it clerical work. I mm -hmm. hate keeping track of macros and keeping track of this and... I, I hate it, but it's something that's going to be necessary. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to make myself do it. I think uh, if you do it for long enough, and this is one of the things, again, I, I probably quote Mark Bell a little too much, mm -hmm. but I listen to his podcast all the time because he has a lot of really good information. If you're not listening to Mark Bell podcast, you should because it's great. Um, but uh, he said, um, what were we just talking about? I'm sorry, I, I've lost my train of thought. I think we both had a little too much of the stiffen <laughs> and not enough of the ripping. Um, we were talking about... Probably have to edit down this silence. <laughs> like, we weren't thinking for five minutes. We were, was, well, it was just a brief moment. Um, we were talking, talking about the summer shredding event. We are talking about uh, intimidation of how much we don't know. Knowledge. Um... Shoot. I, I had it, but I've lost it. Yeah, well, whatever. We'll just move on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, let me pull this back up again. So, I guess we'll just, we'll just kind of wrap things up here. What advice would you give somebody looking to start keto, looking to start the fitness journey, looking to get in the gym, you know, as a person who was almost 500 pounds at one point. You know, I'm, I'm pretty sure I was actually over five because uh, that was just the first opportunity I had to be weighed. Right. And I had been mobile again for a couple of weeks. Okay. I, I say 475 because that's, that's what I weighed at, but mm. I know I was heavier. So. But anyway, the advice. Sorry no, for the can. correction. <laughs> um, oh, there's a lot that I would offer, but and it's hard to condense it down. Mm -hmm. But it all boils down to, even if it's not the best option, if it's all you can do, you should still do it. Mm -hmm. And don't stop trying until you can make it stick. Because I, I tried so many times. I tried hundreds of times. Mm -hmm. And I failed every time. Until I didn't. Um, but like Whether it's whether it's the diet, and I'm not saying everybody has to do keto. Mm -hmm. I tried so many other diets before I found what worked. Mm -hmm. You find what you can do, and you do it. And you don't need to worry about what everybody else is doing. You find what you can do and do it. You know, if, if, if you look, you know, if you're taking little steps, don't focus on the end. Focus on the next step and the next step and the next step. Follow your plan. Make a plan and follow it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you focus on each of these steps. And before you know it, you're halfway there. Yeah. And it feels really good to be halfway there. Yeah. Because you can, you, it's still a long way to go. But then you look back and you're like, whoa. Like, yeah. I came a long way too. Yeah. And that's, that's right where I'm at now. Like, I'm 
I get too focused on the end goal and I forget just how far I've come. Mm-hmm. And that's my, you know, just, just do what you can do. You don't have to be amazing. Just, just do what you can do and the amazing will happen on its own. Yeah. And that's, that's really well said, I think, because that, I mean, I can, I can say the same thing for myself. When I first started, I was 180 pounds mm-hmm. and I was weak. Uh, and then like, but I, I knew I wanted to be in the gym mm-hmm. and I knew I wanted to be strong and be big. And I wanted to be one of these people and I didn't know how. And I listened to, uh, I've read like a strong list five by five. I was like, I'm going to do this. This mm-hmm. is, you know, I've looked at, I think it's bodybuilding.com had articles and programs. And I'd look at that and I'd be like, this is, you know, I'm slowly taking steps. And eventually you just kind of like, you know, that was 2012. Yeah. It was 2012 when I first started a gym and it's, it's 2022. I've been doing this for 10 years now. That's, yeah. that's the first time I've actually thought about that. I've been, I've been lifting weights for 10 years, but I, I remember look, when you first started, man, like you look completely different. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. you, you had like a completely different facial hair. Yep. You were, I, I don't want to say thin, but you were, you were lanky. I was scrawny and like, I was small. I, I, yeah. I had no problems with anyone telling me that I was small because no, I no, was, I remember, I, I I can't, I can't say that just because I remember how upset you would get about everybody. Eat a sandwich, eat a sandwich, damn kid, eat a sandwich. So I'm, I'm not going to say you were small, but but you were definitely slender. And the first thing that I would notice about you, if I never knew you was, wow, he's tall. Now I'm like, God damn, he's fucking huge. (laughs) Like I noticed the tall second. Right. And why? You don't notice the eyes? It's, it's, I mean. Everybody notices the eyes. Like it's 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 muscle, beard, and then height. When yeah. I when I when I just like look at you, I'm yeah. like, okay, damn, damn, yeah, damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, shoot, yeah. So make me blush. Yeah, just a little bit. That, that's, that's probably the sipping. It part. might be a little bit of a sipping, but um, yeah, it's uh. It's been a wild ride, and we're only halfway there. Man, we've got so far to go. Mm-hmm. We've got so far to go. So your takeaway from your advice is just do what you can. Do get, it. Just get started. Do what you can do. Get, as long as as long as you're moving in the right direction. A baby step may feel like you're not doing anything, but it's not necessarily about the step so much as the commitment mm-hmm. and the effort. Right. And and sometimes it takes like. A, um, magnanimous, if that's even a word, amount of effort just to do the littlest thing mm-hmm. and feel accomplished at that little bit of effort and don't backtrack on it. Add yeah. to it, even if it's just a little tiny bit, because it adds up a lot quicker than you think. Right. Like before I knew it, I was down almost 200 pounds mm-hmm. and it felt a lot quicker than I thought it was going mm-hmm. to. And I mean, yeah, I did some extremes. And I'm not going to do them again, but I'm not going to tell anybody not to do it. Right. I'm not, I can neither condone nor condemn. Condemn. Um, just do what you have to do to get started. To get started. To even to like, continue. Even just if to stay, stay even, in it. Even if your your healthiest option is unhealthy, it's still your healthiest option. Right. I'm not saying use that excuse to do it indefinitely 
But if that's how you get started, that's how you get started. Mm -hmm. Like, make a serious effort to make that healthiest unhealthy option mm -hmm. more healthy. Yeah. Like, if if you gotta get started dipping your pepperoni and cheese and ranch, like like Zach was saying, mm -hmm. like if you gotta get started that way, then that's how you get started. Right. But don't be content there. Don't think, well, this is compliant. I got, you know, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm doing great because you're going to stall. Yeah. You're going to feel like shit from all that, that stuff. Mm -hmm. So you got to, you, you got to take everything with kind of like a grain of salt. You got to realize that, yes, it's working for me now, but it probably won't be working for you in another 20 pounds. Mm -hmm. And, you know, stalls suck. Yeah. Especially when you don't know why you're stalling. So another big thing is, that I almost forgot is research. Like you, you can never research enough. Mm -hmm. Like that helped me more than anything. Cause like at first I thought, Oh yeah, low carb. And then I realized, well, these things are better than these things. Mm -hmm. And fiber is, is perfectly acceptable and even encouraged. Mm -hmm. And it, all these little things. And, and if I hadn't researched, I'd still be 400 plus pounds. Mm -hmm. So research, baby steps, healthiest, unhealthy. <laughs> <laughs> healthiest, no. unhealthy option. Yeah. The, you choose your healthiest option, even if it's technically unhealthy. Right. But I wouldn't say stay there. Yeah. Do what you got to do to get started. Because that's the most important thing is getting started in a way that you can continue. Right. Something that is at least sustainable mm -hmm. for you. So. Yeah. You know, whatever, whatever gets you on the boat, you know, and can keep you from tipping it over. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you're using the boat. I'm going to use the boat analogy. You're going downstream and the boat don't run. <laughs> so you got a hole in the boat mm -hmm. in the middle of the road. Well, if you've got a paddle, your paddle's not going to plug that hole. So you got to get a cork. Your finger. <laughs> sure. yeah, you yeah. gotta get a cork but you know you know what i'm saying like you have to do different things when different things happen. yeah and it and it at different parts of your journey different things are going to work yeah like um fasting quit working for me mm -hmm. when i hit 279 i couldn't get any lower i had killed my metabolism mm -hmm. the only thing i could do was start eating differently and start working out and just put on some weight so that mm -hmm. I can lose again now. Yeah. I think I needed to gain that 50 pounds so I can now try to get down to 250 instead mm -hmm. of 280. Right. And I think I'd be looking pretty good at 250 to be honest I, with you. I think you'd be pretty jacked looking at 250 if I'm being honest. Yeah, as long as I maintain some muscle, yeah. which means I've got to do it the right more way. responsibly yeah. this time. And it's, it's so tempting to just say, all right, well, I'm going to do a seven-day fast. Yeah. It's like, not only does it give me the results that I think I want, it also just feels really good to be fasted. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, 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 it's like zen. Like, everything clears up. I feel good. I got this energy. Mm -hmm. But, you know... Moderation is key mm -hmm. with everything, including fasting. And I'm, this is one of the lessons I'm having to try to teach myself. Mm -hmm. And I'm probably not going to do it very much at all well, I, <laughs> after I, this week. I will say this, though. Uh, there was a guy, again, going back to the Mark Bell podcast. Mm -hmm. I listen to it all the time. He was talking about um, how fasting 
will make your growth hormone, your testosterone production just go up. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't know, I can't remember the science behind it, um, but he had a whole thing. He, he called it beast, feast, fast, and yeah. something else, I think. It might have just been beast, feast, fast, but it was like you work out like a beast, you, you feast like a king, and then you fast, and then your your hormones are just so much better. There's like a, he mm. called it a cycle. You're, you're cycling your yeah. hormones. Um, and it was kind of interesting. I don't, I could do it. I could fast. Mentally, I'm like, you can't do that. Do you, you like food too much? You eat too much food. The reason I chose fasting is because I like food too much. I thought, you know, if I can control my cravings long mm -hmm. enough to not eat for three days i can control anything yeah and you know it's it's a slippery slope and i say if you struggle with anorexia don't fast right i mean i did but i'm i'm more of like i developed my anorexic tendencies during my heavy fasting days right um i've always been a binge eater ever since i was a little kid mm -hmm. um and that's only gotten worse <laughs> well it got better after the Captain D's thing, yeah. but it's it's been back building the past few weeks um, just because the holidays and mm -hmm. actually doing holidays now. And yeah. It's, it's like, well, I'm doing Thanksgiving in three weeks. I might as well have a cheeseburger today. Right. And then that cheeseburger turns into pizza and fries and chips mm. and... Making me hungry talking about all this food, Albert. I want... It's... I think I'm in a good place right now because I'm not even... I don't want any of that. That's good. I'm not even hungry today. But tomorrow, I'm making some of that Monster Mash. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah, and cauliflower, beef, garlic, hot sauce. I'm not going to do the heavy cream. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to do as much cheese. But, uh... Cut out a little bit of the fat in it. It's going to yeah. be yummy. Like I don't, I don't need, uh, I don't need the heavy cream. It just makes it a little thicker. Yeah, a little soupier. Mm -hmm. if, no, no, maybe not soupier. It makes it a little more like chili. Kind of like that chili consistency. Like a stew. Stew. Okay. Yeah, it makes it just a little thicker. I don't need it. I just, I'm just not gonna use as much liquid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna let it all squish together. Yeah. Oh wow, we we're at like a minute, an hour and forty minutes. Yeah, I guess it's probably time to wrap it up. Yeah, we do have to do our normal wrap up. Our dad jokes. We have to do the dad jokes. I've got one of my go tos ready to go. Do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? I'll always have to look at dad says jokes. So you take okay. the floor, Albert. All right. So what kind of shorts does Thor wear? I have no idea. Thunderwear. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's my, pretty good. That's, that's one of my favorites. Alright, let's let's go to Dad Says Jokes and let's see what they've got in store for us today. It's real quiet. I'm sorry. You want me to tell another one while you're looking? Go at? for it. If you okay. got more, oh, just keep them coming. Okay. So, I was thinking about making a belt out of watches. Mm-hmm. But it turned out to be a waste of time. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I like that one. I like that That's one. another one of my old favorites. Uh, okay. This one, I like this one pretty good. 
to the person who stole my selfie stick. You need to take a long look at yourself. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> I try and find one more since you already gave, you gave two. Uh, my girlfriend broke up with me because I'm a compulsive gambler. Ever since, all I can think of is how to win her back. <laughs> <laughs> so there was uh, Plastic Surgeons Anonymous. Mm hmm. And, you know, the, the social worker running it comes in and is like, I gotta say, I'm really disappointed. I see a lot of new faces today. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I like that one. I've heard that one before, but I like yeah, it. Yeah, it's a good one. You know, one. I don't have very many original ones, but I have, you know, I enjoy a good pun. Oh, I love that joke. It's even better if they groan instead of laughing. Yeah. It's like, oh, shit. Like, why the fuck? Did you... <laughs> like, I like that better than laughing. Yep. It's like, yeah, I got them. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. There was one. Oh, um. Did you hear the joke about the roof? Mm. I'd tell you, but it'd go over your head. Mm. <laughs> you want to hear a joke about time travel? Never mind, you didn't like it. <laughs> oh, man. Those are good. Those are good. All right. You have any closing statements for, uh, for the listeners out there? Yeah, do what you can do. Even if it's not much, it, it, it's more than you think it is. Yeah. It's just do what you can do and don't let anybody tell you not to do it. As long as you can, as long as you are confident, you can do it safely. You know yeah. your body better than anyone else. Just be careful, but do what you can. Mm -hmm. That's, that's a good closing statement, I think. Um, so thanks everyone for listening i realize i'm like way off the camera now i, yeah. like, I, I scooted back you got a, a nice far. profile though uh that's okay um but thanks to all the listeners thanks for all the watchers um thank you for having me absolutely it was a pleasure we're gonna have you <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll have you back on here when zach's here and okay. we can we can maybe just talk about Maybe we could go more in depth with my journey with Zach. Yeah. yeah I'll do some prep work this time because I kind of only had a week and get ready. We never do any prep work here. Yeah. <laughs> my thoughts are so scattered. I've been rambling back and forth. I haven't maintained a straight line with my conversation yeah. at all. I'll try to rail that in next time I'm back. Yeah. But so it, it's, it's less confusing for the listener. Yeah. It's, it's like... um like the Witcher, this way and then that way, and this way. <laughs> Future and past, you don't know what the difference. Right. I, I, I'll get a timeline next time. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll do something anyway. Like we just over here, we just kind of we just kind of talk anyway. Yeah. We we might have an idea of where we want to go, but we and just kind of talk. That's one of the things I enjoy listening because I just I feel like I'm chilling in the room with you guys. Yeah. When you're, when you're doing it. Yeah, and that's that's what we enjoy. That's what I enjoy listening to is just like people talking and having mm -hmm. conversation. And if there's good information in there, I'll like listen a little closer. But I also just kind of like the the fun, just kind of mm -hmm. talking. But but yeah, that uh, that's gonna bring it to an end. Um, you can find me at Nathan Skedios on Instagram. You can find Sip It and Rip It on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, any major podcast, um, listening, streaming service. And Zach has actually removed his social media for the moment. He's taking a break, but you can 
if you need to get in touch with him. You can message the Sip It and Rip It Instagram. Uh, me and him both run it, so he will see it, and he can. If you want to talk to him specifically, just uh, tell him that you're trying to speak to him, and he will he will get back with you. And uh, you can find my Instagram. I mean, I don't. I'm not very active on there, but you can see some progress pictures and TikTok I made. It's it, it's at Stormcaller21. Um, I have a TikTok too, and I think it's something similar, but it's. I'm not trying to be an influencer. It's, right. it's just something that's there that I, I like to feel good about myself mm -hmm. when I get views. So yeah. if you want to make me feel good about myself, go interact with my social media. Yeah, give, <laughs> give us TikTok some views. He's got a good one. Um, we're actually on TikTok too now. We post yeah. clips mm -hmm. um, occasionally. I'm sure I'll clip this up and post some post some uh, clips on the TikTok and Instagram reels from mm -hmm. this podcast. Yeah, so thanks for thanks for coming. Thanks for telling everyone your story. It's a really good story. Thanks and for having me in my squeaky shoes. Oh yeah, man. We got we got squeaky shoes, squeaky chair. I used to have a squeaky chair, that's when I got this one. You still do, it's this one. Well <laughs> I need to get some better chairs for this, but the, we're also not gonna be recording in this area for like the complete future. Right. We'll, we'll be here for a while, but well, who knows? Maybe you know, once I get in the new place, I'm trying to figure out a game room slash studio. Yeah. You guys are welcome to make use of that. That'd be pretty cool. I, I know Zach has some plans with some office space. So we've talked about that before, but you know, whatever. Yeah. And a non-fitness goal of mine is to get back into streaming. Yeah. Because I was just starting to get a little bit of a following. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to have to rebuild that. What's your but... Twitch? Uh, I think it's also Stormcaller21 or 23. Mm-hmm. But I'm locked out of that currently because oh. two-factor authentication sucks ass when <laughs> your phone company like takes your phone number away from you. Oh. Yeah, straight talk screwed me over. Oh, man. Yeah, I guess they do that. Yeah. Anyway, thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. We'll have Austin Blair on here. We're going to talk about some sports rivalry. Um, have you met Austin? Name. <laughs> uh the one of the most intimidating looking guys with the least intimidating voice <laughs> um that's the best way for me to describe austin i i don't think i've met him then okay well uh, he's probably seen him he's really funny he's re he's great everybody loves him he's a big nerd like we are he loves anime and is he the one covered in horror tattoos no, that's Clay. Okay. That's Clay. And actually, Zach had mentioned talking to him about being on one day. I haven't said anything to him, but I think he'd be down for it. Um, we've got we've got actually a lot of people we want to bring on the podcast. So um, we're excited to have people on. And we always just message people like, hey, you want to come on the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Hang out for a couple hours and drink. It's fun. <laughs> it is fun. It's yeah. Fun. I'm, I'm leaving my, my, my booze with you, though. Feel free to make use of it how you okay. want. If you want to drink it, that's fine. If you want to pour it out, that's fine. If you want to use it as fuel in your car, that's fine, too. <laughs> it's well one. suited for everything. I hear you. All right. Well, I guess that's it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Anytime. Love having you. All right. Let's get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna walk out of here. <laughs>